Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Welcome to the Daily DLP. I'm your host, Ash Thompson. Today, I would normally be going around the division, but that's delayed by the Packers being on Monday Night Football. As you take the day before... So today I'm going to talk about the state of the team at what I guess is kind of the three-quarter point of the season. Let's get it on! So we've seen 13 out of 17 games of the 2023 NFL season. The Lions were 6-2 and two at the halfway point. They are 9-4 and four now, so there's been a bit of a drop-off since that halfway point. But that's still a 3-2 and two record over the last five weeks. That's based on a lot of people's reactions to yesterday's Bears game. You think the team had dropped five straight and had fallen out of playoff contention. But the truth is that they still very likely only need to win, say, two of their final four to win the division. And they should be favored in three out of those games when the odds hit. So, like, why are Lions fans reacting as though the world has imploded after a few games? I'd be lying through my teeth, actually, if I said I didn't understand that. <laughs> it's uh, This isn't one of those videos where I talk to you like you're six, because the take that I'm talking about is mind-numbingly silly. Like, the Lions have not had a really good game in quite a while, so it's sort of understandable for us, Lions fandom. Remember when I say Lions fans, I'm talking about me, too. That's the thing I think a lot of people don't really grasp. Like, I'm not setting myself on some crazy high pedestal above all of this. I'm just a schmuck who likes a team and talks about it because he has this microphone that's kind of vaguely team colorish and some gray clothes. <laughs> um, but yeah, this isn't a stupid take. The Lions haven't played really well in quite a while. Like, since they beat the brakes off the Panthers and the Buccaneers, basically, the Lions got handed their ass by the Ravens in an embarrassing loss. And, like, they handled the Raiders the next week and put up 41 against the Chargers. But they won that Chargers game by three. Then they stumbled through a win against the Bears where they had to come back from down 10 points or something like that with four minutes left in the game. Then they got dominated by the Packers. But, like, at the end, they put up some meaningless points that didn't actually get the game close. Still came down to onside kick, and when it comes down to onside kick, you've lost that game. You want a tight one against the Saints? And then this week they went out and just got taken apart by the Chicago Bears. So, like, when I say I'm going to like talk about why everybody is so upset, know that you're not wrong. You're not dumb for having these feelings. 
this isn't one of those videos. Maybe calm down. <laughs> but that's as far as I'm going to go down that road of being the condescending person that you all know and love or hate at this point. Um, the overall trend is that half the team plays well about half the time. And there's been a few weeks where neither of them hit that week. When when one of them hits and they play extremely well, this team wins for the most part because the other team's usually not, the other side of the ball is usually not really, really bad. Like usually if they get a top-notch defensive performance, they get a, like average offense. Or if the offense scores 41 Defense can at least hold them to 38. <laughs> um, so what's wrong? Why are the performances faltering? Like, and as with all things, like this really starts up front. That's, that's where football starts. It is won and lost in the trenches. Anyone who tells you something different is an idiot. Period. End of sentence. Done. For the first half of the season, the Lions were cobbling an offensive line together and keeping pressure off Goff. That is not happening anymore. Starting with the first Bears game, that... They showed teams how to get pressure on Goff, and we all know the story of this offense. It has not changed. It will never change. Goff plus protection equals happy. Goff plus pressure equals sad. That's the very simple mathematical calculation of whether the Detroit Lions offense with Jared Goff is going to be good. You stop pressure or you don't, and that determines how well this team does. Period. End of sentence. Done. Receivers don't matter. Nothing else matters with this offense. Like, we have watched him perform without Amon Ross St. Brown and no other wide receivers who should be starting in the NFL on this team. Said what I said. When Goff is protected, Ben Johnson is a genius who is obviously the top head coaching candidate in the NFL. When Goff is not protected, Ben Johnson is cute and doesn't know how to run a red zone defense. And, like, the same thing goes for the defensive side of the ball. They just haven't had as good of a line. Like, when the DL creates pressure, AG is a potential head coaching candidate. When the DL defensive line doesn't create pressure, it is time to fire Aaron Glenn. And that is the week-in, week-out binary zeitgeist, basically. Like, and, and it really is that simple. Like, tackling Justin Fields yesterday on third down while creating pressure three times makes this a Lions win. And if you don't agree with me, like go watch it again. <laughs> Third and long, quarterback run, first down. It's like we were watching Patricia again. And that just sucks. <laughs> Three years into this rebuild, having even a single game that reminds me of that terrible regime and everything that they did. But that's kind of what yesterday felt like, really. And I think that's why a lot of people are really upset is because it's been three years since we last felt that feeling of just helpless awfulness. It is kind of how I, I feel like it. Like, And Dan Campbell said it in his post-game comments. Everything's out of the bag at this point. Like, teams know what other teams are. There are no easy wins left for anybody because everything you have, they've seen it. And you've seen everything they have. Like, There's not a lot of new wrinkles coming in at this point. And at this point, all of the teams that aren't going to make the playoffs live for division games. And we've been on that side numerous times. This week 18 last year, 
you think that didn't suck for the Packers? If the Packers make win that game and go to the playoffs, there is a pretty good chance that we are watching Jordan Love sit on the bench with another year of the Aaron Rodgers circus up there. <laughs> like that's losing to the division teams that you think you should beat is it is a gut punch. Like it's one of those gut punches we were told weren't happening anymore. But I mean, realistically speaking, you're going to lose game to your division opponents. That's just a fact. Very rare for somebody to go 6-0 and in their own division. Just not common. They play each other too often and know each other too well. Uh, losing to a team that's behind you in the standings doesn't feel great as a fan base. But through a stretch of playing below their skill level, I think it's important for us all to remember that the Lions are 3-2 and two in those five games that they haven't played well. This week sucked. Might talk about that more later. I'm not, not sure how this week's going to go. I don't want to completely rehash my points from yesterday. So back to the State of the Union at the three-quarter point. The Lions are fifth in passing yardage in the NFL. And they're doing that, remember, with a slot receiver and a tight end and no other receivers worth mentioning on this roster. Jameis Williams, yeah, said what I said. Uh, they're tied for ninth in passing touchdowns in the NFL. Of course, they're also tied for the 15th most interceptions, which is not really where you want to be, but it's also it's middle of the road, and they throw more than other teams. Uh, they're eighth in passer rating as a team. That's top 25% of the NFL. That's that's where that marker is. Really bad at math. Um, they have the fourth most first downs in the air. They have the fifth highest percentage of their passes that go for a first down. They have the third most passing plays over 20 yards in the NFL and the 14th most over 40. And as many issues as they have had in protection, they are still the team that has given up the sixth fewest sacks in the league with this patchwork offensive line that they've played with all year. It's, I think, 13 different line combinations that they've had. With the, the in-game injuries and all of that stuff. Like, talking to Lions fans, I feel like there's just not a lot of perspective there. Which is true of all fan bases, to, to be fair. Like, most fans only watch their team's games and then the primetime games. And, like, this week's Sunday night game, which is the worst game I've ever seen between two teams aside, the 3 to nothing, 3 to nothing game between the Vikings and the Raiders. Worst game I've ever seen. Most primetime games involve at least one team playing at a high level, so I think a lot of fans kind of fall into the if your team is not always doing the thing that that good team is always doing. No, some weeks the team is good and some weeks the team is bad for every team. I guess my point is that I don't think a lot of fans watch a lot of bad football when their team isn't bad. That's my that's my assertion here, and I think that's why it's difficult for a fan to have a lot of perspective about how their team actually is relative to the rest of the NFL. Because the Lions passing game is like there are fifteen to twenty teams that would absolutely trade everything they have in the air for what we have. And that's not even questionable. Just the, the overall output of this team in the passing game is very, very good. 
like we had people in our post game chat calling for Hendon Hooker to play the rest of the year. That is a ridiculous take. Where if you say to me, I will treat you like you're six, because I assume you are. When someone tells me a childlike thing, I assume they're a child, so I'm going to treat them as such. Um, in this four-game cold streak, Lions offense has still scored 24.75 points per game, which would that, that's an above-average NFL offense. Earlier in the year, I gave you guys kind of a shorthand for whether or not a quarterback is having a good year in four stats and a fifth that is kind of a more general passing attack stat. Uh, success rate. Um, the yards per attempt, over seven, is kind of a, a minimum for a good passing year. Goff has that. Uh, but in the last few weeks, his adjusted yards per attempt have dropped to where they are just even with the actual yards per attempt number. And that's not good. The touchdown percentage is 4.5, which is, again, that's it's leading and above the minimum threshold for that number. But the interception percentage, and this is why the adjusted has dropped to even, has climbed up to 2.2% of his passes are intercepted at this point. And at one point in the year, that was down at like 1.5, 1.4, where that's really, really good. And now... You want that 2% or lower, but the actual key is always that it has to be less than half of the touchdown percentage. So it is not meeting that 2% that is like, no matter what else you do, 2% is a good number. It's getting into that category of he throws enough touchdowns that you'll put up with the interceptions, but just barely. And we can't be there. And have a healthy passing attack. Like the passing game is on the precipice of good or bad. And the next four weeks are going to determine what that is. And if they stay on the trajectory they've been in the past few weeks. It's moved from really, really good to, okay, what are we doing here? Is this all right? And if they keep going in that direction, it will be a bad passing attack by the end of this season. Four weeks is gut check time. In the last three weeks, the Lions are 15th in points scored per game. Not 32nd, like you would have believe based on the reaction some Lions fans are having to what the team has done. On the year, they're 7th, so that 15th is less good, but it is not bad. That is a downturn, but they're not actually a bad offense. They had a bad game in Chicago. But overall, in three weeks, they're average. <coughs> The Lions have the fourth most rushing yards in the league this year to go along with that passing attack. They are tied for the third highest yards per carry. They have the fourth most rushing touchdowns in the NFL this year. They have the fourth most runs over 20 yards and the second most runs over 40, though I will admit that that number is tied with eight other teams. And they have the eighth most rushing first downs. So this offense is really, really good running and passing really, really good offense over the course of the year. Had a bad couple games. One thing that makes that less true is that they have had some turnover issues. The Lions have lost just a bizarrely high percentage of their fumbles have gone to the other team. And because of that, they are 26th in fumbles lost 
And in the last three weeks specifically, where this has gone from being a completely normal number to a well below average number, in the last three weeks, they are 31st in that number of the number of fumbles that they have lost. And that's a problem. Like We all watch the games. None of us are shocked by that number. But most of the time, you fumble the ball every once in a while and the other team doesn't get it. That's not happening with the Lions. Every time they put the ball on the ground, the other team comes up with it. Just a, a weird thing. Uh, they're also 15th in the number of interceptions that they've thrown. Uh, but 22 of the teams in the NFL are within two interceptions of the Lions, plus or minus. Like that, It's not a high number. It's just mid, I guess, <laughs> to steal language from the kids. The problem is that the Lions are 26th in the league in turnover differential at minus six. Like they're 20th in interceptions on defense and they are 27th in fumbles recovered. When the other team fumbles, the Lions don't get it. Almost ever. So on total turnovers, the defense is the 25th worst team in the NFL in creating turnovers. And the offense is 22nd overall in the number of turnovers that they have given the other team. That was in the low teens a few weeks ago. Like, I can't remember 13 or 14 at the halfway point, but it was kind of just like in the middle. It was one of the ones they weren't great with, but they weren't having a problem. And right now the Lions have had a problem in the last few weeks in terms of they are turning the ball over a lot and they are not getting any turnovers back. Like, the defense just isn't creating anything. On the season, the Lions are 25th in points per game allowed. In the last three games, they're 27th in points per game allowed. So they're scoring at that 15 in the league, right? That, like, right in the middle of the league while giving up a ludicrous number of points. And yes, yeah, some of those are off turnovers. But not that many. Like when you actually look at the drive immediately following a turnover, most of the time the Lions get a stop on that one. It's other drives where they're giving up like 80-yard bombs. <laughs> Obviously, they're not giving up a lot of 80-yard bombs, actually, but 30 or 40-yard touchdowns to receivers in the middle of the field on non-turnover drives. They're just not playing well. Like, offense has had a few bad games, but overall, they're not really turning the ball over more than other teams, except in this brief period. So the defense is 25th in points per game allowed. Last year, they were 28th. Like, this defense isn't better than last year's defense. When it comes right down to it, there are some better players on it. But in the end, the actual result of this defense's play isn't a whole lot better than it was last year. Like, the offense is turning the ball over, but like they're seventh in points scored, which makes up for the fact that they're turning over points. They're turning over the ball. Like, in yards per game, the defenses are in the middle. A little above average in terms of how much yardage they actually give up every game. They can't get pressure, though in that one thing, they did a better job of that against Chicago than they've done in a really long time. Really long time. They just couldn't make the tackle. They couldn't finish the job that they were the, basically how I would describe it is the guys who like get just like this close to not sucking. 
is what we got out of them against Chicago. They have better personnel than they had last year, but the results are still the same. Like 2021, the defense had nobody and it was terrible. 2022, the defense was injured and it was terrible. This year, they had a bunch of guys. Do we really think that having CJ Gardner Johnson and James Houston on this team would change it from the 25th in terms of points allowed to the, the 16th or 17th? I don't think so. But in the end, despite all of that, where the team is right now, magic number is three with the Packers. Going into the Monday night game, which I have not seen when I'm recording this. Hopefully they lose. Go Giants. Uh, <laughs> I don't have high hopes for that, but you know, think weirder things have happened. So if the Lions could just split their games, and if you look at the teams they have left to play in Denver, two games against Minnesota and Dallas, there's no reason to think they can't win two of those games if you're just rationally looking at it. Because remember, the Bears have not sucked for nine weeks. They sucked at the beginning, and then they got their stuff together, and in the last nine weeks, they have a winning record. Despite splitting with us and take us out of the equation, they still have a winning record there. Like The Vikings have no offense. None. There is nothing that that team can do, and if they don't put Justin Jefferson on IR, I would be absolutely shocked. So the Lions should be able to pick up two of those games, which mean if if the Packers only go three and one to end the season, the Lions would still be the division champions. That should happen. And the magic number with the Vikings is also three, but the Lions could take care of that themselves. If they just win those two games, the Vikings are not in the picture. If they split, that's two out of the three, meaning the Vikings would only have to lose one other game. And based on what we saw on Sunday night, they absolutely are going to lose one other game. <laughs> Like that team, I'd be a lot more worried if I was them than I am over us. Uh, and all of that's a really long way of saying, with stats, what we all know at this point, the defense is not good. It's not really among the worst in the league, but they don't make impactful plays that make a difference in games, basically ever. They're just kind of there. They get some stops every once in a while. That's what the Lions are this year. If the offense does well, they have a shot at winning the game. And that is just straight up not going to happen 17 times a year for any team in the league. Basically, it still is what we knew it was this entire time. Good offense. When it does well, we have a chance to win. Bad defense is what it is. But if the Lions don't figure out how to get that offense going again, uh, this team is going to win many more games, and they are absolutely going to get eaten in the playoffs. Like The turnover differential cannot keep going in the direction it's going right now. That is something that AG needs to figure out. And at the three-quarter point, that's really all I have to say. We're over 20 minutes in at this point, and this is supposed to be a theoretically short show. See you tomorrow, where I'll probably do around the division, but we'll see. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Lions. You've had enough of that shit.